This podcast is brought to you by DiStefano Hair Restoration. For the month of February, Dr. Highness is rolling back prices to pre-COVID fees. Save $1,500 this month when you mention Howie. Go to hairman.com. That's hairman.com. Strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. So one day, a student named Harry, who wanted to be an auto mechanic, raised his hand. Dr. B, he said, the only thing I need to learn how to write is needs breaks. Ah. Come on, wake up. So he was joking, of course. Ah. That's so funny. Last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. I, I know uh, you just heard. Did Jill already speak, my wife? Sounds like you have mental problems, man. Yeah, you got mental problems, man. Yeah, it really does. So if phone records were to reflect that you were making phone calls from the same location as the condo before November uh, 1st of 2021, if phone records reflected that, yes, sir. They'd be wrong. They'd be wrong. A bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. I don't think anybody even heard the rest of the joke after she said doc, referred to herself as Dr. B. I know personally I was just so appalled that someone with a ridiculous alleged degree like a doctor of education, which is even more ridiculous than a PhD, would would claim to be a doctor. It's it, good Lord. Eight four four five hundred check in with Dr. Matt. Is he insulted? <laughs> I'm not yeah. <laughs> I don't insist you on often being call called yourself Doctor Matt. I I, you know? I almost never um <laughs> My old high school German teacher referred to me as Mr. Mr. Callahan one day, and I corrected her, so that was about it. <laughs> By the way, someone just said, I got the same text just now from Nikki. Ain't going to make me vote for her. And another guy says, my wife's woke lefty friend was over my house. She, she, her phone went off four different times with daily texts. Well, I had to look on the bright side. Me and the other guy only got one. We were lucky. Did you get any text just now? Dr. Matt? I don't think I got any right now, but I've been getting a lot. So Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Let me see. Um, nope. I don't think yes. so. Just so, Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North is running for, oh, is officially endorsing someone. So. Oh, okay. That's it. All right. Dr. Matt Callahan is with us. He's a real doctor of, vet, doctor of veterinary medicine. I consider that a real doctor. Well, that's what veterinarians call physicians real doctors So, because we've been accused <laughs> of being not real doctors. But, you know, PhD, we, we refer to that as pilot higher and deeper. So, what do you call chiropractors? Right. <laughs> I'm, I might need a chiropractor one day, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> So uh, Dr. Matt is here to answer your questions, and he has a, uh, a, a a veterinary clinic, which I have used repeatedly with my older pugs that are now no longer with us, and uh, my younger pug, Roscoe, who is a very happy dog. And uh, where what's the name of your uh, clinic, and how could people reach you, Dr. Matt, and where is it exactly? I run the Ipswich Animal Hospital. It's on Route 1 on the ipswich Riley line. And my phone number is 978-948-8189. 978-948-8189. 
844-500-4242. And if you got a question, give us a call. We got already got a couple of people on the line. We got a couple of uh, texts. You can always uh, text a question in. Text Howie to 617-213-1066. Howie to 617-213-1066 with anything you want to say. And Dr. Matt, the first question I have to ask you is a, is a national news story that broke a couple of days ago. <laughs> Do you think Commander is still coming down for breakfast? Um, yeah, I think Commander is probably coming down for breakfast, but somewhere far away. And so I, hopefully I, I, I remain uh, positive about the situation that he may have found a home more appropriate for his uh, attitude. So. The uh, I think we've discussed this before about certain dogs and you know not that I'm lauding um, Obama for anything but he did have Portuguese water dogs which are pretty much you know bulletproof dogs as far as friendliness and stuff like that and and to try yeah, he, to uh, put a dog in with an attitude into is that situation is just I you know it's it's basically dog abuse so. Do you think it, he was just going after uniform personnel or just anybody? Well, most of the Secret Service probably isn't in uniform, right? So I think he was just I, going I after a lot anybody. Of them, I think a lot of them are, though. Maybe in suits. Probably maybe, a good... Maybe it was the earpiece that did it. Yeah. He, he, but, <laughs> but, you know, you put a, put a dog that's protective in a situation where, you know, hundreds of people are in and out all day, and, yeah, he sort of loses it. Yeah, I think that's a... You're basically asking for failure. You know, it, it's not like all do- you know. You can get any any breed of dog can be a good dog, and virtually any breed of dog can be a bad dog. But and when you're putting German shepherds in that situation, they are protective. That's what you know. It's in their name, and so and and then you ask them to to be able to distinguish the good guys from the bad guys is is I think uh, and unwise. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Do you think that dogs of this of the same breed or tend to be more friendly? Because we just we just uh, put uh, Roscoe in a different daycare center sometimes. Because just because it's a little closer, we still like the other one. We're yeah. putting him in there too. But he's he seems to have made his his new best friend is a fellow pug. Yeah, I think there's a level of xenophobia amongst uh, canines that my my old golden retriever who was a little salty and uh, she would like golden retrievers in yellow labs and that's it. <laughs> that was her friend. Yeah. Her friendship circle was. <laughs> so I do believe that some dogs recognize, <laughs> you know, and even if it's sometimes behavior. Um, you know, my current dog, I didn't know what type of dog she was, and but I did take her out to the beach one day when she was young, and she got along great with a rat terrier. So I said, okay, she's probably got something like Jack Russell or a rat in her. Yeah. Well, you know, the other the other uh, uh, daycare center that we send Roscoe to. His best friend is a French bulldog, right? Which is kind of like a yeah, cousin of a pug. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, I think there's. I absolutely think there's something to it. I do. Yeah, eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Let's take some calls for uh, Doctor Matt the vet. And again, you can. Uh, he'll be here for the for the entire hour. So get on board if you have a question about uh, any of your pets. Uh, Pierce, you're next with Howie Carr and Doctor Matt. Go ahead, Pierce. Thank you, Howie. Dr. Matt, I've got a cat, and for some reason, she likes to drink water straight from the faucet. Yep. Do you know what's causing this? I don't think it's a cause. I think it's just a preference. Um, We tend to get cats' water fountains that like to drink this way. Um, So, you know, there's water fountains easily available online, or virtually every garage sale has a cat water fountain in it. Um, But some cats just like moving water. So you can either run the faucet for them or buy them a water fountain. I don't think there's there's a problem. Yeah. 
Seems like kind of a minor problem. In the grand scheme of things, yes. (laughs) Right. Thanks for the call, Pierce. I I have one of those water fountains, but we've got to keep it off the floor because of the kids. So it's (laughs) it's on the counter. It just takes up counter space. Yeah, so you have to Uh, get a fountain and then build a place where the cats can drink it out, out of the kids' reach. It's like when you have a little kid and uh, little kids, and you uh, you put up the the uh, gate so that they can't go up the stairs, and then you take the gate down and you get a pet, a dog, and you have to put the gate back. <laughs> yes, up. yeah. It's one of those things. Uh, Dina, you're next with Howie Carr and Doctor Matt. Go ahead, Dina. Hi, Doctor Matt. I've talked to you before about my Chihuahua, who has seizures. Yeah. And she's nine years old, and they were. They had her on Keppra uh, three times a day. Yep. And it really wasn't regulating her. She right. was having multiple seizures a week. Yeah. So they put her on Keppra twice a day, extended release. Yeah. But the only problem is, is the pills I can get are only, they're 500 milligrams. And right. She's like really at the 375 point. Yeah. So I have to cut these pills, and I don't feel like I'm ever getting the right dosage yeah so if you're if you're right if you're cutting them quite often you're losing some of the xr and kepra xr which is extended release so i certainly would have your vet or i think i would have your veterinarian talk with a compounding pharmacy and see if they can't help you Um, compounding pharmacies are there to make existing preparations into something that's more amenable to you and your pet and it can be uh, you know it preferable in a different pills formation or a liquid or a transdermal. There's all sorts of um, alterations to medications that the compounding pharmacies can do. So I absolutely would go that route. You don't want to overdose them on seizure meds because they'll be, you know, drunk. So the uh, so that's how I would manage it. Is, is there any particular reason why you couldn't I... just give pow- powder to the powder to the dogs rather than the tablets well and a just lot put of the extended of release food? a lot of the extended release is how they physically make the preparation so it can have a coating around part of the pill so part of it gets released and then part oh, of it I gets see. released okay. later so a lot of it is not the drug itself it's the physical preparation so they absorb it in a certain way did that okay. help at all dina i get it. it would help except for every time i've and i have no like limit on how much money I'm willing to spend right. to this dog. Yeah. But they're like, this is like, oh, this is going to cost a lot of money, and they they kind of dismiss me. Right. And I go to somebody in Newburyport. Yeah. So I, I just I don't know where to go with it because literally they're just not trying to do that. Yeah. He lives a very excellent life oh, every good. minute yeah. of every yeah. other, you know, of the day otherwise. Sure. So yeah, I, but I still think there can be something can be done. There's lots of preparations, even the old timers. You can go back to like phenobar, potassium bromide, uh, zanisamide, and Keppra. Those are all and can be used in combination. So I'm sure there's a combination that'll work. There usually is. And Dina, you're not you're not that far from Ipswich either. You know where you are. I know. I'm yeah. you go down and see Dr. If, you, Matt. if you if you want, I can do a little legwork for you. I can talk to one of the compounding people. I would love that. Okay. I would love that. All right. I'll call so, her all right. So okay, you, she, she, she should call on Monday. She should call this number on yeah, Monday and she, you'll talk. Yeah. You'll deal with her. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, 
Okay, 978-948-8189 if you want to talk to uh, Dr. Matt uh, on the, uh, you know, about your uh, your animal. 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Carr. Howie Carr. We'll be right back. The Emperor of Hate, Howie Carr, is back. Look at Fanny, F-A-N-I. It should be pronounced Fanny, 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 Fanny. They say she gets very upset if you call her Fanny, F-A-N-I. She fell in love with the person that long before this started, he got paid almost a million dollars. He never did it before. They <laughs> Fani, that's the Swahili pronunciation. Like like me and like like many people, President Trump uses the Watusi pronunciation, Fanny. Eight four four, it's a it's it's a dialect. You know, like the difference between Mandarin and Cantonese. Today's poll question is brought to you by Buyer Auto Transport, nationwide auto shipping with a Seabrook, New Hampshire location. Don't trust your vehicle to a big impersonal online broker. Do what I do. Go to buyertransport.com. That's B-A-I-E-R transport.com. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is what happens next to Fanny Willis and Nathan Wade? They're thrown off the case. They're thrown off the case and indicted for perjury. Nothing. They're Democrats, or they'll get hired by Harvard as DEI professors. I'm going to say nothing is going to happen. 58% say nothing. They're Democrats. 18% say they'll get hired by Harvard. 15% say thrown off the case. 10% say thrown off and indicted. All right. With us is Dr. Matt, the vet, and uh, he's he uh, has an animal clinic uh, in uh, Ipswich, the Ipswich Animal Clinic, and uh, what, what number can people reach you at? Um, people can reach me at 978-948-8189. All right. 617, Dr. Matt, I'm the owner of a 12-year-old Maltese pet insurance. I'm getting inundated with ads from different insurers and not sure what to do. Yeah. What's your office policy on pet insurance, and what advice would you give to those trying to seek the best plan and coverage that providers will accept, et cetera? Yeah, the, um, I've had relatively good experience with pet insurance. It's becoming more and more popular. It's a little bit like old-time pre-Romney care um, insurance for um, people where – they could deny you coverage for pre-existing conditions and stuff like that. So um, so for 12-year-old dogs, that's a bit of a stretch because you're not going to they're, – they're not in the business of losing money. So they're going to try to make up um, – have you pay in at a little bit higher rate or maybe a, a lot higher rate because you've got a 12-year-old dog. So if your 12-year-old dog has been perfectly healthy and not diagnosed with any problems, that's fine. If they have a pre-existing condition – most most insurance companies will not cover it. Now, I haven't looked at every plan. There's a bunch of um, MSPCA offers one, Trupanion offers one, one called Pumpkin offers one. So there's lots of there's lots of plans out there, and I've had relatively good luck dealing with every insurance company. They 
yeah. they tend to pay up. And uh, and when there's been a dispute, we've been able to work it out appropriately. But so 12 years old, though, is a little early. Yeah, it's you like know, trying 12, to buy life insurance exactly, when you're 80, yeah, probably. Yeah, it, it's precisely the same. So you really, you know, I had a client in today who said, do you recommend the health insurance? I said, well, your dog's four months old, so if you're going to get it, get it now. You know, because <laughs> before we, because once I write down your dog has a disease, they're not covering it. So right, and so yeah. yeah. So it, it, here's it, a Bruce, Bruce from the Mets, one of our regulars, uh, asked Doctor Doctor Matthew about my cat Maddie. She will not stop grooming. She has a spot on her back and her left hind paw down to the skin and bleeding. Seen, I've seen a couple of vets with her. No help. I know cats hide pain well. She shows no pain. I've tried calming stacks and gels. Nothing helps. Yeah, what would you the, suggest? Yeah, this is a frustrating one. This is called barbering where cats just sit there and lick and lick. And because, they're, because their tongues are rough, they break all the hair off. And so you can kind of tell there's not a lot of skin lesions, but there is hair that's been broken off at the, at the skin line because of the constant licking. So it can be because of pain. It doesn't have to be because of pain. It can be. It's more of a, um, a compulsive disorder. So you, we kind of want to treat it like that. Um, so you can use anti-anxiety drugs for these guys. You can. The old treatment was a drug called magestrol acetate, which I guess we don't really get to use anymore, which is frustrating. But, um, but yeah. So I probably go down the route of of anti-anxiety medication. So. Um, amitriptyline, fluoxetine, uh, clomipramine. It's at this point in the hour when I ask about CBD. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So it's the, the CBD moments. And I don't know. So I you can look up whether um, CBD has been – I haven't read that it's been used for this sort of condition. Um, but, it's, but, again, no one really knows so, or, or someone other than me knows. All right, 844-500-4242. We took up too much time with the texting. Uh, we got full lines here. We're going to get to everybody when we come back, 844-500-4242, or you can text us, and we'll take some more uh, if you want to get your question in that way. Dr. Matt, where can people go if they want to uh, reach you? Yeah, they can call me at the Ipswich Animal Hospital at 978-948-8189. All right, 978-948-8189. We'll take a lot of calls in the next segment, uh, 844-500-4242. President Trump spoke for 90 minutes today, 90 minutes. And Nikki Haley sent me a text. <laughs> I think that's it's very indicative of the way the campaign's going. I'm Howie Carr. From the Matthews Brothers Studios. 860 says CBD works great for thunderstorms. Sometimes I even give it to my dog. 844-500-4242. With us is uh, Dr. Matt Callahan, the vet. And uh, Dr. Matt, where can people reach you during the week if they need uh, your services for their pets? Yeah, people can reach me at the Ipswich Animal Hospital. And my phone number is 978-948-8189. All right, let's take some calls here. Uh, Donna, you're next with Howie Carr and Dr. Matt. Go ahead, Donna. Hi, Howie. Hi, Dr. Matt. Um, I have a 120-pound 
German Shepherd, and I just want to say, if somebody can't remember how to say sit, come, stay, shouldn't have one. Right. But that being um, just said, he um, won't drink out of his bowl of water. We live on a lake, and he drinks out of the lake and stream. Should I worry about um, parasites and such? Yeah, um, certainly um, giardia is pretty common from water sources. Leptospirosis is one you have to be a little bit careful of with dogs that drink a lot from outside water sources. So I'd be careful of those. Um, is it What type of bowl are you using? Um, it's a stainless steel okay. water bowl. All right. So if you, do you drink the tap water? Yes, we do. Yeah. And so and you, you don't find it's distasteful in any way? Well, I, I thought maybe that was a problem. So I started giving them bottled water, right. but it doesn't seem to make a difference. Okay. I might try a different bowl, like a ceramic bowl or glass bowl. Some dogs don't like plastic and stainless bowls. Um, so I would try okay. ceramic or glass. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks, Donna. You know, a couple of texters have mentioned about Commander, and one guy said that, uh, you know, he, he said social workers always say if there's a problem dog in the house, it usually means it's a problem family. And <laughs> I would I would sort of tend to agree with that, but I think you may have a point there with uh, Commander. I mean, it must be like uh, being at a bus station. Oh, I mean, yeah. No dog's going to do well in a bus station, yeah. right? Or, or Yeah, and he needs someone by his side telling him what to do. You don't want dogs to make independent decision-making unless you have a – you know, a, a flock of sheep and a shepherding dog, then they can make some independent decision-making. But other than that, you want to call the tune and have the dog sort of play the tune. And in this case, dog the dog is just making independent decisions. And yeah. it, it's because there's no one there to tell him what to do. So the problem was probably bringing a German shepherd into that. Like a I don't. I wouldn't. Roscoe would. Yeah. Do can you that imagine? Yeah. There's not. Pugs are going to be fine. Welcome. You know. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Pugs are friend. You know. Generally aren't there to protect your house. German shepherds are there to protect your house. So, yeah. Um. So you get you buy a you use a friendly dog, not a dog that you want there. Right. I want yeah. this certain breed, so I'm going to get this breed, even though I'm bringing it into a lose lose situation. So it wouldn't have yeah. been difficult to say, you know, contact someone that understands breeds of dogs and said, what's going to be the best breed of dog for this situation? And I'll guarantee you it wouldn't have been a German Shepherd. Yeah. An- another bad decision by Brandon. And then and then you have Trump, who's, you know, who just knows that he's not a dog person, but, so he doesn't try yeah, to absolutely. impress anybody. So you know, he just says, he just they offered him this this great dog, whatever you want, whatever you want, you could have it. He said, you know what? I don't want a dog. A dog right. Yeah. Dogs aren't for everybody. Right. And he, he understood that. Right. Uh, Maureen, you're next with Howie Carr and Dr. Matt. Go ahead, Maureen. Hi. Good evening. Thank you for taking my call. I have a question on a French bulldog. I adopted this dog 30, about 90 days. It's three months. And she is now having these seizures. Yeah. And, and it's happened maybe four or five times, but the last one and the longest one was uh, Valentine's morning at 4 o'clock. Nice. And she, it lasted about five minutes. Yeah. Is there anything I can do for this dog? Um, first of all, how old is the dog? They say they said five years. I say ten. She's got gray all around her mane and and above, you know, where your eyebrows would be. Right, and, you know, I, and, and that's good. I You know, I was trying to get at because dogs seizure for different reasons at different ages. And if the dog is five, the highest degree of likelihood, not the only possibility, but the highest degree of likelihood is called idiopathic epilepsy. 
And if they're 10 plus, the highest degree of likelihood is brain tumor. So it really does differ how you're going to approach this. But I, I, this is absolutely a visit to the veterinarian where they can work out, make sure he does, there's no liver disease or kidney disease. or, And then you, know, then you try to medicate these dogs to stop them from seizuring. So, yeah, it's a frustrating situation to be put in and as a foster or an adoptive you know, dog owner, and but now you're in it. So um, the best shot is bring it to a veterinarian and have them worked up. I mean, this is an indication, though, that sometimes it's tough to get a rescue dog, right? It's like buying a used EV. Well, yeah, right? you know, you, you know, don't know, you don't know when the battery's going to go. Right. I, I sometimes say that, you know, and dogs come through shelters, and these shelter people are fantastic, and the shelters are really great. But some dogs come with a lie, you know, and, and no one's been told about it. So, and, and, you know, so is this the reason the dog was put up for adoption? I don't know. So, but, but it's a frustrating situation. I've dealt with it before. You know, someone comes in with this adoptive dog and there's, this dog has a huge problem. So, yeah. By the way, a texter wants to know, what's the most expensive dog you've ever come across? Um... I don't know. Um, Connie Corsos are pretty expensive. Those are big dogs, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're Mastiffs, and they are huge. Yeah. And so they can be pretty expensive in the thousands. Um, uh, Bouvier de Flanders, those are French dogs. They are pretty expensive. I don't usually concern myself with the expense of the dog, though, right? You know, So that's not my thing, is to, is to base my care or do any care based mm-hmm. on the price of the dog. So I don't know that much about that. Well, I'll ask you another question. Since we last spoke, I did a column about a, a COVID fraudster. They're all over the place, and this guy got all this these uh, this this money. He got like close to a million bucks. He spent a hundred thousand plus, way over uh, on a on a uh, Rolls Royce, and then he bought thirty two thousand dollars worth of French bulldogs in West Virginia. Wow. And we were just trying to figure out how how many how, how many, many right how yeah. many you figure that is. Yeah. they didn't they didn't say that in the indictment. Yeah, I don't know if you got a volume discount or you know and the, you know in his West Virginia. I mean, it's a <laughs> you know it's slightly lower cost of living there. So do they do the French bulldogs cost less? I don't know. Yeah, good question. Yeah, what would you guess? Like I would guess he probably got eight to ten. Yeah, eight to ten. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Then they all rode around in the back of the oh, Rolls yeah, Royce. That must have been really pleasant. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Thank you, Doctor Matt says five one two. I called about two years ago since my Keyshawn had severe separation anxiety, and you gave me some good advice how to wean him out of it. He doesn't even bark when I leave now. So there you go. Nice. All right. Uh, okay, uh, Diane, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Diane. Oh, hi, uh, Howie, and hi, Dr. Matt. I'm so glad you're on tonight. Uh, earlier this week, I got blood work results back on my 15-month uh, golden retriever uh, puppy, and I was shocked. I can't even tell you. The vet called me and said his ALT liver enzyme was 100 points above the normal range. Okay. She said it could be a fluke, but I, I Googled it, of course, but I'd like your opinion on that and what should I think, be thinking about right now. He's repeating the blood work. What's wrong with tour. the dog? Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> healthy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, liver enzymes are kind of funny, and, and I, I'm going to start this explanation by saying try not to get too worked up about this because it could be very likely something pretty innocuous, including just a just an oddball you know, reading. Um, liver enzymes are meant to be inside the liver cells. They're called hepatocytes. 
So if something happens, he eats something, he gets sick, those liver cells can leak the enzyme into the blood, and that's what you're seeing as an elevated liver enzyme. It's only one. If the other liver enzymes are normal, then it's highly unlikely that it's a huge problem with the liver. So first of all, first step, very good first step, repeat the blood work. Second step, ultrasound the liver. You can even get biopsies of the liver. But I'll be honest with you, if the dog is perfectly healthy and he has a rogue elevated liver enzyme, I'm not going to get too worked up about it. And he's young, too. So yeah. So, that's another reason not yep, to absolutely. be that concerned. Thanks for the call, Diane. Good luck. Carol, you're next with Howie Carr and Dr. Matt. Go ahead, Carol. Hi. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I have a cat, and she is older, but for, for years we've been trying to stop a very productive sneeze that she has. Yeah. You have to run, and, she, and it, suddenly she sneezes. It's very, it's very gross. Yep. Um, and it, it, she has it. She says a good appetite. She's elderly. She's 16 now. Mm-hmm. But she's had this for years. I've had her on two different courses of antibiotics. Yep. And it hasn't quite turned the corner. I haven't been able to beat it. Do yeah. you have any suggestions? Yeah. Um, this is a, these are very frustrating, by the way. So um, I think the thing you're looking at is if you want to go further, I mean, certainly you can try like steroids and stuff like that. Um, what I usually do for these guys is I get them under anesthesia and we flush their sinuses, you know, just with like the those sort of ear flush um, bulb syringes and, and just flush it out and then see what's, you know, we have a, we have a um, gauze in the back up above their soft palate to catch everything that comes through and see if we can get anything. Occasionally I've got a foreign body or a seed or something like that. And occasionally it resolves it. And sometimes it doesn't. Um, you can wind up spending as much money as you want on these. You can get a CT or an MRI of their skull and look for things like, you know, look for things like, you know, inflammatory diseases or even cancers. And, and you can find someone to go up there and biopsy it. Um, but those are, the, those are where you're going in this situation. It's very frustrating. Good luck, Carol. Tom, you're next with Howie Carr and Dr. Matt. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, Howie, Dr. Matt. Thank you. Um, I have a question. I have a, a uh, uh, Texas healer. Um, I think that's what he is. I got it from my father. And my question is, he's a puppy. He's about four months old. Mm-hmm. And he has roundworm, you know. I've, I've taken Ooh. the stool sample yeah. in, and he has roundworm. I guess they say it's common in puppies, but this has happened like two or three times where I take the stool sample in, and he's got him again and again. Each time I take him in, I get a, a prescription for $80 to clean, you know, help him get rid of this. But what do I do? Because, I mean, does this keep occurring? And somebody told me that if there's droppings in the backyard, he'll eat those and the, the, the eggs will regenerate. I mean, is there a way to kill the cycle of what, what's going on? Yeah, so there's several parasites that puppies can get. Um, the most common would be Giardia roundworms and hookworms. And I'm not I'm – just make sure you're looking at hookworms and not roundworms because hookworms are the more difficult ones to get rid of, and some of them are very resistant uh, to treatment. Roundworms are typically fairly standard. You can use any one of five or six different antiparasites, and usually that will take the ca- take care of it unless they are reinfecting. But it doesn't sound like the turnover time, the the what's called the prepatency period of these parasites are, are too long for the dog to continue to come back positive after treatment. So I certainly would 
First of all, look sure and make sure you're dealing with roundworms and not hookworms because hookworms are something completely different. And then you start them on, and even you could start them on like heartworm preventive usually has something in there to to prevent roundworms. And if they're not sick, there's not a, a huge reason why you have to treat it. All right. Thanks for the call, uh, Tom. And uh, we're going we're gonna to have to break right now, but hold on if the people that are, that are on the line. we got to do something else when we come back for the final break. But I, I'll give you a – let me give you one more quick question from the uh, text line. Ask Dr. Matt if I have any hope of my terrier and cat getting along. <laughs> um, you know, you can try one or both of them on an anti-anxiety drug, but if I don't know if it's been weeks, then you still have a chance. Um, if it's been months or years, then the the – you know, the possibilities get less likely unless you medicate one or both. All right. Kevin and Arthur, hang on. Dr. Matt's going to uh, take your calls off air. And give us your number one more time, Dr. Matt, if people want to call you on the uh, on weekdays. Yeah, so they can call me at the Ipswich Animal Hospital at 978-948-8189. All right. Great. Uh, thanks for being with us again, Dr. Matt. And if you run into Commander, give, us, give him <laughs> our best. Thanks, Howie. All right. Okay, we will be right back, and we have a, one thing else to do before when we come back. I'm Howie Carr. Looking for the perfect gift for the Howie Carr fan in your life? Or maybe you're looking for a great deal on a local restaurant or entertainment venue. We've got them all. Go to HowieCarshow.com and click store. Listening to the Howie Car Show. If you haven't heard, we've started up a new podcast feature, Meet the Experts with Howie Car. That's me. Periodically, I'll be sitting down with people who are familiar to the Howie Car radio network and our listeners and talking with them about subjects they're intimately familiar with. This week, I spoke to the general manager of Knowledge Products, Mike Hassel, and the company's founder, Krom Carmichael, who you may also know him as the creator of Soul Tea, which is a really great product, green tea. Mike and Krom have a great educational audio series called Giants of Political Thought. I spoke with them about the creation of the series and what it's all about. Here's a sneak peek. The set is called Giants of Political Thought, and joining us first here today is Mike Hassel. Tell us about Giants of Political Thought. The podcast with the founders of the United States and the influences on them. What we've done with the Giants of Political Thought is to take their actual words in snippets and connect them with a narrative overview that explains what was happening at the time, who influenced them, what happened with their ideas after they gave them, and how it created this enormous explosion and human productivity around the 1700s. So first of all, Krom, this is basically a crash course for people in Western political thought down through the ages. There's Western culture in the form of European Western culture, and there's Western culture in the American culture. Because remember, the Declaration of Independence was the founding document of our country, and it laid out why we should separate ourselves from Great Britain and why we should be a sovereign country. John Locke's Two Treatises of Government is out standing because of the time it was written and he laid out what became the Declaration of Independence, his, his, what he said, and then the other is the Federalist Papers. The thing about the Federalist Papers is they had such an amazing understanding not just of tyranny, but of human nature. They knew that we are imperfect vessels and that that's why you need checks and balances because even the best can go wrong very quickly. How you and I could have, uh, we could talk for hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Locke kind of a 
we don't, you know, we don't run into him too much in our daily lives. But uh, he's a, he's he really was an influential person. There's just something on the internet I read about him today that he's maybe he's coming back into favor. There's Machiavelli, De Tocqueville, the, all the people, the, all the Federalist Papers, going going all the way back to Aristotle. It's pretty pretty interesting. That's a taste of Meet the Experts with uh, this week's experts, Mike Hassel and Crom Carmichael of Knowledge Products. Available now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcast. Just search for Howie Car Radio Network and remember to subscribe on your platform of choice. You can also listen to Meet the Experts at HowieCarshow.com. And uh, it's it just listening to the podcast is is enough to uh, give you a good introduction to some of these uh, people or a reintroduction if you. Uh, if you were assigned to read them <laughs> in school at some point, and uh, and you just cribbed it or uh, or or didn't didn't do it at all, there's a lot to be said for uh, for for dipping into the uh, the the great uh, Western thought of uh, that that has shaped our society, and now we seem to have forgotten it, and that much to our uh, our great detriment, as as we're seeing on a, on a daily basis. I guarantee you that uh, Brandon couldn't uh, couldn't pick uh, John Locke out of a uh, out of a lineup of thinkers. Of course, he probably there's not too many. There's a lot of people he couldn't pick out of a lineup of philosophers or even governors as he, or cabinet officers as he proved today. All right, so that's it. Meet the experts. Check it out wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcasts. Have a good weekend on Howie Car. This is Dan Rizzo. It's been well over a year since my brother Paul and I started advertising with Howie. It's been great to meet and work with so many of his listeners and staff. Our goal here is simple, to provide peace of mind and build strong relationships based on trust. Our clients know how much we care about them and their insurance needs. So if you want to save money and experience great customer service, Contact us at RizzoInsurance.com. You might be amazed by the cost savings you can achieve. Again, that's RizzoInsurance.com.